Thanks for joining us. This is the Perry Hall Family Worship Center podcast. We put out weekly messages from Pastor Dom to leave you encouraged and inspired. Check it out. Our topic today is listen up. I'm going to do next two weeks, be a total of three weeks, on hearing God, hearing God's voice. It's something that we need to hear periodically. How do we hear God's voice? I wish I could tell you how many times I've heard this. I want God's will in my life. I just want God's will in my life. I wish that God would just tell me what he wants me to do. Right? You know? And then here's another. I wish God would just give me a sign. God, just give me a sign. Now, we're going to talk about that more next week. But what I'm getting at is I wonder what God must say when we go to him and we ask him, Lord, give me a sign. Lord, what is your will in my life? Lord, would you just tell me what to do here? I wonder what God's response is to that. Well, let's just keep going here because I think it's important that we understand that we need to know some things and hear some things from God, whether it's what you call selective hearing or selective listening. God tells us certain things that we need to do to be able to hear his voice. Just because you're hearing doesn't mean that you're listening. There's two different things there. We know as when we were kids, or if you're a parent and you had kids, how many times you know your kid hears you, but your kid's not listening to you. How many times that we, we, we question some of the things that we have heard and maybe we haven't learned or we're missing something here. Throughout scripture, you see that Jesus says something here. He says, those who have ears to hear. Now, he's not talking about this, the, the, the physical ear. He's not really talking about that. Basically, he's saying, take heed. Notice what you're hearing. Don't let it go through one ear and out the other. And let's just be honest here, okay? You hear a sermon on Sundays. Monday, do you think you even remember the title of the sermon? I mean, I'm just going to be honest with you. I struggle with that. Some people say, yeah, last Sunday's message was really good. My mind is starting to go. What was the sermon I preached last Sunday? I don't know sometimes because I just miss it. You know what I mean? And I'm practicing as well is how to hear a little bit better because I realize there's a skill in not hearing, but there's a skill in listening. And it requires a certain some things, certain things. It requires being aware. It, it, it requires practice. You got to learn how to listen. You got to stay in the game. <laughs> you got to not be thinking what to say next. You ever talk to someone, you know, they're not listening to you, but they're ready to say something. Not thinking too much other than listening, listening. Webster puts it this way. Divine defines hearing as a process a function or power to perceive sound. That's what hearing is. You just hear something. Sometimes in our area right here, we hear noises. And what I always was told, I guess it's right, it's Aberdeen testing new bombs out. 
And sometimes your hands will kind of shake. I, I mean, I guess that's what it is. But you hear that sound. I don't really understand what it is. I mean, if a bomb expert was around, it might kind of tell you what kind of bomb it was and things like that. But you hear the sound. Webster goes on and says also, in, in listening, on the other hand, it means to pay attention to sound. To hear something with thoughtful attention. See, this is what it is when we need to listen to the word of God. It's not just hearing the word of God. We got to apply it. We got to listen up and see what the word says. God's word says. Let me hit a couple verses here in Proverbs chapter 4. Solomon's writing this here. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to their flesh. Now take notice here, this first verse, it says, my son, pay attention. Pay attention to my word. And then he goes in and says this word, incline. So what does this incline mean? It's almost like a, a double whammy here. Pay attention and incline. Well, when you see this word incline, it means to stretch out. It means to extend, to bend. It's kind of like, what did you say? And you're really focusing in. You're really trying to see what's taking place. You want to know what is happening. If you've ever been to your doctor and your doctor had to give you a report, you're not sure what kind of report it was, let me tell you something. Your ears are perked up. You're listening to what the doctor says. You're not just hearing, but you're processing what the doctor says. See, we have the ability to pick and choose what we want to listen to. I mean, we really do. You know, if I went into someone's house and they had a football game on, I'm not too much into football. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to really, I'm not going to really worry about the game. Even if it's a, you know, even if it's a World Series, I'm not worrying about that football game. <laughs> and I'm not connected to it. But let me tell you, last week, and last week's a good example, we had the Mission Barbecue, Mission Barbecue out there. The whole week before, I'm watching the weather. Several times a day, I'm watching the weather for Sunday. If I would have walked in your house and you had the weather station on the weather, I would have zoomed in on that because it was important to me. I would have I just been listening to what that was. See, we have the ability to to listen, not just hear, but to listen. How about the news nowadays? This disaster that's taken place in Afghanistan. You hear that? What do you do, man? You zoom in. I mean, that, that has gotten my attention the past couple weeks here. I, wanna, I don't just want to hear. I'm listening to what takes place. How many times have we gone to God and we hoped he hears our prayers? We're not really sure if he hears it, but we're hoping that he hears our prayers. I wonder how many times God might have said, Dom, I only hear from you when you need something. And I can say this for sure. Many people do that. They get on the phone and call God. <laughs> not really, but they call God when they need something. Many of us are here today because at one time in our lives, we were calling out to God. We were in a situation. But I just wonder how many times God has said that. You seem like you only call me or talk to me when you need something. Isn't prayer 
a two-way conversation? Isn't it about a relationship? You know, a marriage will fall apart without the communication. It may even end up in divorce. Maybe not, but maybe it will. We're trying to hear from God. We're, the, the topic is listen up. Listen up. How many times have we gone to bed, we say our prayers, and I'm guilty of this, and I'm praying and I fall asleep in my prayers? You know? And I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing, because that's the way I fall asleep quite often is by praying. But the point is, I'm not hearing God. I for sure ain't inclining my ear to what he's saying. It's for sure a one-way conversation with me, the God, not even trying to hear what he has to say. So we're setting the foundation here so we can move forward. The first thing to be able to hear from God, there's one critical point that we need to know. And I'm talking to Christians here in a sense, but this is for everybody. In John chapter 8, verse 47, I'm using a New Living Translation here. Look what the scripture says. Anyone who belongs to God listens gladly to the words of God. But you don't listen because you don't belong to God. Hmm. Interesting, isn't it? See the setup here? Here's the key. You got to make sure you're belonging to God. Not just religious, not just going to church. We got to belong to God. Now, let me keep going here in John 10, 27. Also, the New Living Translation. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. So if you're, if you're a sheep, or I should say this, if Jesus is your shepherd, he's speaking to you and you should be hearing him. Now, we hear him many ways. One of the ways, obviously, is the word of God. The other way is the Holy Spirit in us. We'll be talking more about that in the next couple weeks here. But the point that I'm saying, take notice here. My sheep listen to my voice. They comprehend by hearing. Now, if, if God is really your shepherd and you're really the sheep, if Jesus is your shepherd and you're really the sheep, you're going to listen you're going to pay attention to what God has to say. And if he's your leader, you're going to obey him. I mean, the shepherd, you know, he's, he's bringing protection. He's bringing direction and all this stuff. That means obeying him, listening to him. That means talking to him. That means listening to him. So the question really is, is, it, is this. And you have to examine your own heart because it's between you and God. Do you really belong to God? Do you really have a relationship with Jesus Christ? Is he your Lord and Savior? This is the first and most important thing to be able to hear from God. You may talk a good talk, but is he really your shepherd? Do you live your life according to his word? Do you communicate with him, not just when you need him? See, you may know God, but here's the real question. Does he know you? Most of the world knows of God. Most of the world knows of Jesus. A lot of the world does. But does he know you? That's what's more important. See, if you haven't made Jesus Lord of your life, you're not going to hear him. You're not going to hear him in the context that we're talking about here. Now, I know in Revelation 3.20, Jesus says, if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, he'll come in. We know that. We know that God is always calling out to 
people to have a relationship with him. He's given everybody the opportunity to be able to hear him in a sense to bring us to the Lord. Sometimes it's in situations. Again, like I said, many people come to church because of a certain situation in their life and they build that relationship with God. First Peter three says this for the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Interesting verse there. Okay. Interesting verse. Many people don't even know what this evil means here, but if you don't have Christ in your heart, if you never made Jesus Lord of your life, well, you're not a sheep. You're not a follower of Jesus Christ. No matter how many times you go to church, you go to church seven days a week, twice a day, whatever it may be. If you haven't made Jesus Lord of your life, you're not going to hear. You know, Jesus taught us in Matthew six, nine taught us how to pray. We know the our father, but take notice right at the beginning. Jesus says in this manner, therefore pray our father, our father. So the question really is, can you say that Jesus is your father? God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy spirit. Can you say that? Oh, you want to say that, but is he really your father? And I'm talking about a good father. We know that there's bad fathers out there and I'm not arguing that dispute. I'm talking about a, a good dad. God is your father. How does a good dad treat you? Maybe you are a true Christian. Okay. Now we're switching gears a little bit. Maybe you do belong to Jesus, but you still can't hear him clearly. You still are missing out. Like I'm not hearing you. What are you? What are you saying, God? I want, I want an answer. Well, the first question I would say, are you inclining your ear? Are you, are you bending over and trying to hear what God really has to say? Or has background music, background noise has taken over your listening, your distractions. The radio needs more adjusting. It's getting too much static. Got to turn that dial a little bit. Younger people might not know what I'm talking about here, but sometimes, you know, the old radios had the dials and you had the static and you had to, you had to get it right in the right spot to hear. Maybe you just need to turn the dial. Maybe the cares of this world has been a distraction for you. Yeah. You love the Lord and everything, but you know, I got the cares of this world. I got all this stuff going on. I, you know, I'm, I'm busy. My life is busy. Distractions. Sometimes and not all the time, God's voice can be quiet. It's not like you're hearing them blasting and you got to tune in again and say, well, God, what are you saying here? What are you saying? And when it is quiet, watch for them distractions because them distractions are going to drown it out. You're not going to be able to hear what God has to say to you. I think a lot of times we blame God. We've been, we just blame God for too much and it's not God's fault. Maybe we're too busy. Maybe we're too busy. We think we're doing important things, but is God coming first? I'll, I'll confess. And I know I confessed this before even building this church over 10 years ago, I was busy doing this stuff I had to do, but you know what? That wasn't the important thing. The important thing was my relationship with God. And I struggled. I struggled through that time. I had my pastor helping me through because my 
priorities weren't right. But I thought I was doing something important. Let me just share, a, share just a quick little story here, an event that took place. Many people know this, but we're talking about being distracted and missing out on the important things of life. Now it happened as they went, this is, um, this is Luke 10. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village. Jesus entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who was also at the feet at Jesus's feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed. And Mary had chosen that good part which will not be taken away from her. Let me just kind of highlight a couple of things here. Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed. It's needed. And you know, I look at this here and I got to tell you, here's the way I'm, I'm seeing this. Martha was doing good stuff. She was waiting on Jesus, but she was missing, listening to Jesus. It's in one sense, Jesus calls her out and kind of says, Martha, there's no excuse here. There's something that's more important that you need to do. You're troubled, you're distracted, and everything else going on when you should be listening to God's word. And in one sense, like I say, he's calling her out. But we need to be called out sometimes because we got the distractions and we got everything else going on in life when we should be knowing the important things. So I want to say this, seize every opportunity. Make every opportunity to connect with God. How much time do you spend with God? Just do the math in your head. How much time are you spending with God throughout the week? Reading the scripture, reading a flip chart. How much time do you spend with your spouse? How much time do you spend talking to your spouse? See, we have to apply ourselves. In a marriage, what are we doing? We're investing. We're investing in our in our marriage. And you know what? It comes natural in one sense. Many things lead us to God and many things lead us away from God. But you know what? When we understand the word of God, we know God speaks to us. And when we're looking for direction, God can give us this direction. Matter of fact, his word says in Psalm 119, it says this, your word, speaking of the God's word, is a lamp to my feet, and a light to my path. It's directional. It's giving us direction. This is what God's word does. Scripture also says this in Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is living and powerful. This is the word of God. This is the Bible. Again, this is where we're going to hear from God. You're not going to hear God unless you're in the word of God. I mean, there's, there's times that you will, but more you're in the word of God, the more God will be speaking to you through the Holy Spirit, through that inside thing that we'll be talking about in the next week here. So we're winding down here, guys. So 
In 1 Corinthians 2.16, again, the New Living Translation. Some of the, I like the New Living Translation. My favorite is the New King James, but there's other translation that helps you through. For who can know the Lord's thoughts? Who knows enough to teach him? But we understand these things, for we have the mind of Christ. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, that's an interesting point. Lisa and I will be teaching about that in our class downstairs. I'm just putting a plug in for our class. You know, that's so all I'm doing. <laughs> but you see what here, realize something, that if you accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit indwells in you. You know, you got, you got, you got this stuff. Our soul is what gets us messed up here, but we have this stuff here. So let me just wind down here. Next week, we'll be hitting on these couple things. I talked about how many times, God, just give me a sign. Just give me a sign. Sometimes I get tired of hearing that. A little bit of a cop-out, but we're going to talk about that. And the main point about that is seek God, not miracles. Ask for wisdom, not signs. Because you know why? When you get this, all that stuff follows, you know? So it's kind of get the, get the priority right. It's just a matter of seeking God first. And then you know what? The miracles will come. The wisdom, the signs, they'll all come. But seek God first. We'll be talking about discerning God's voice. Is it God that you hear down in your gut? Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's the devil. Sometimes it's the world. The world's doing a good job in getting in our thought life. And sometimes it's just your voice. It's just your own soul, your own voice speaking. So we'll, we're going to start breaking that, breaking that out as well. We can stand at this time as we wind down. The prayer team is on the right and left. I want to say this. If you're not sure that you don't, you, your relationship with God is not where it should be, Come up to the prayer team. They'll pray with you. They'll get, they'll get you started. We take this seriously. And maybe, just maybe, you're not hearing from God. You're not, not just listening up, but you're not hearing because maybe that relationship that you thought you had, you don't have. Get it right. Because God wants to communicate with you. He wants to speak to you, and he wants to hear from you. But you know what? It's up to us. It's not up to someone else. It's not up to pastor, not up to a teacher. It's up to each and every one of us to incline our ear to hear what God has to say. Father God, we just come before you in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for this time. I thank you for each person here. Lord, speak to us. Just continue to speak to us. And Lord, I pray that we listen, not just hear, but we listen from our heart. Father, if anyone needs to know you, I pray for today to be their day. But Lord, I just pray that, that we get closer and closer to you. Father, that we tune in that station. Lord, that we tune out the distractions. And Father, that we just incline, we pay attention to what you are saying to us. And Lord, I thank you for that. And I thank you for each person here today. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. 
Thanks for checking out the Perry Hall Family Worship Center podcast. We hope you leave this feeling encouraged, inspired, and a little bit closer to God. If you like what you saw here, leave us a like, a comment. Don't forget to subscribe. If you have any questions, comments, prayer requests, you can send us an email at connect at perryhall.life.